I'm Austin Zittle, leader of the Zittle Team, brokered by EXP Realty. I'm with my co-host Chandler Lippincott, and you're listening to the Zittle Team Audio Experience. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to be kept up to date on all future podcasts. Hey everyone, happy Wednesday. Today we're going to be talking about pricing your home and discussing the binzer from the seller's perspective. We'll start with the big part of selling your home, which is how we come to the listing price. Chandler, what is one of the biggest things that we utilize when it comes to pricing out somebody's home? We like to use comps, and for those of you that don't know what that is, it's basically where we take homes that are under contract for sale and those homes that have closed, and we'll compare them. So we'll look at everything from square footage, price, upgrades, so that way we're really able to narrow down the best price based on what the other homes have sold for and are selling for. The big thing there is what about your home is unique? So when we're looking at comps and looking at your house, we want to know, you know, again, you may have a neighbor next door, a neighbor across the street that's selling for your dream price, or maybe a little bit lower than you expected, or even higher than you expected, and you're shocked. But we need to know how does your home compare to theirs? So do you have the granite countertops that they wish they had? Do you have a smart home? Do you have a pool? Do you have, you know, an oversized master bedroom because you built an addition on the back that other people don't have? When we start talking about comps, it it can be a touchy subject because really no two homes are the same. Unless you bought a cookie cutter on the block and never did anything to it, then it's important to make sure that we get an accurate picture of what your home's like so we can help price it to the best of our ability. You know, and that involves us, you know, doing an appointment, seeing your home in person or with it being COVID season, seeing it over a virtual FaceTime showing or Zoom. You can always walk us through and we can do them that way. And taking our knowledge of the homes that we've toured in your neighborhood, as well as what we see on MLS to come to a final price. And one thing that's great is that we provide the comp sheet for you to look at as well as our listing book. Yeah, and when we start talking about pricing your home, not everything's right on the first try, or sometimes we price a little bit higher because sellers want to price it at a certain point. So that leads us into the next part of this conversation, which is pretty important in real estate, price adjustments. Are price adjustments a bad thing, and how do we know when we're going to have to adjust the price? We know to make a price adjustment when after we've had quite a few showings and get feedback from the other agents and usually that'll tell us like yeah maybe we do need to change the price a little bit just so it can sell better we're here to sell your house so obviously you bring us on to try to get you the most money in the quickest time possible when we price too high what happens is is we'll sit on the market we don't see offers in the inbox because people are afraid that they won't be able to close that gap And our feedback will generally be positive about the house, which leads us to believe why wouldn't there be a reason we'd have offers on the table. So when that time hits, it is time to make that price adjustment. And that allows us to still be able to sell. It's important to make those price adjustments as soon as we have to and make them early so we don't accrue unnecessary days on the market, which in turn, you know, unnecessary days on the market are kind of like a death sentence in real estate. It's kind of like dating. Like when, when you're sitting on the market, people start to wonder like what's wrong. And it's the same in real estate. The, the big difference is though, Tinder doesn't show how long you've been available. MLS does. And with all those extra days on the market, nobody's going to super like your house. 
So we don't want to accrue those unnecessary days on the market, which by doing those price adjustments early when needed, will allow us to succeed in the sale of your home in a quicker amount of time and ultimately allow us to sell it for more money than if it sits on the market. The next thing we want to go into is how to approach the binzer as a seller. But before we get into that, I think it's a great point to start out with, Austin, what is the binzer? It's the buyer's inspection notice seller response. So what it is, is the first 10 days of the contract period, by default, it can be different if you set it differently, um, are the 10-day inspection period. And during that time, the buyer's allowed to inspect anything on the property that they want, um, and they're allowed to get those reports, put them together, compile a list of items that they ask for the seller to either repair or give them a credit towards their closing costs for. So one thing we get asked frequently as a seller is, do I have to fix all the repairs on the Binzer? And the answer to that is not necessarily, you know, um, it's kind of up to the buyer at the end of the day, obviously they have items that there are necessities for them and they, they want done to feel comfortable in the home. But no, the, the Binzer is a conversation starter, merely it's that initial piece to get the conversation going about how do we come to an agreement to make sure this deal closes so from there you can either accept what they're asking for if it's not too much or if it's all reasonable you can give them a response telling them like hey you know maybe we're not willing to fix all five items but we'll fix four items or you can tell them no and then from there they can choose to accept your response or elect to cancel the contract so uh, it's kind of up to you. You know, we, we kind of go over every item and that kind of leads into the, the next part. What are the real issues on Binzers that usually we see? One of the big things is safety. So making sure everything is up to code and basically the house is livable without it falling apart. Yeah. And on top of that, you know, in that safety category, that's fire safety, that's electrical safety, it's pool safety. You know, it, it's it's kind of all of those encompassed into one ultimate thing. If you have, you know, gaps in the garage, that breaks your fire barrier. Um, you know, if you have leaks, that could cause a mold problem. You know, those kind of items are items that we always tell people when it has to do with safety and it has to do with health items or, you know, peace of mind sleeping at night. Those are items that we always generally recommend because they're items that you would want if you were staying there. You know, that that is usually a big question that we get asked, especially once the bins is presented to the seller. Um, you know, we obviously, we already talked about safety items. Those are usually the big ticket items. On, on top of that, foundation, AC units, roofs, items that are really costly, those can be tough ones to negotiate too because those are your big, big expenses for buying a home. And the items that we generally tell people like, hey, you know, ultimately, again, it's your decision, but the items that we usually stray away from are when people start asking for things like, hey, the paint's chipped. Can you can you paint this? Hey, you know, there's a little crack in the tile. Um, you know, the, the air filters are, are not clean and they're clogged up. You know, those types of items, anything that's like routine maintenance items, like cleaning things and things that aren't going to make or break a deal or be actually damaging to someone financially... Those are items we generally don't push for only because you're going to go in, you're going to replace the flooring, you're going to repaint the house to what you want it to be. You don't need you don't need to fix those items that they're going to come in and change regardless. So that's kind of how we usually talk about it and and give advice. But again, ultimately it's it's your choice at the end of the day and and we have some sellers that will fix every little item 
even items that aren't on the inspection report or on the binzer because they want the home to be how they'd expect it to be. Um, and you know, we, we have clients that are like that and it's, it's totally fine to go either way. But again, our job is to maximize the profit in your pocket, keep, minimize the cost coming out. And that's one way that we do it. I think those are all very valid points. I mean, and one thing to keep in mind or just ask yourself, if you're a buyer or seller, reverse the roles and ask yourself, is this something I would want to fix or I would ask someone to fix knowing I wouldn't do it, you know? So those are just the main points we want to cover because those are what are most important to us. Yeah, it's an extensive topic. There's a lot of items to cover here. And, you know, there there's so much that we could go on that is very specialized to each person's situation. So everyone's situation is going to be different. Some inspection reports are 10 pages, some are 80. So, you know, if you're thinking of buying or selling in the near future and you want to be represented by a team that's going to have your best interest in mind and help you navigate these tough processes while maximizing the amount of money in your pocket and also on the buy side, making you feel like you're getting the best deal for the home of your dreams, give us a call at 480-694-6813. Or go to our website, www.zittleteam.com, or send us an email at thezittleteam at gmail.com. Like always, we definitely hope this helped you out in some way. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out, like Austin said, and we look forward to talking to you soon. And don't forget to share, rate, and subscribe if you liked what we talked about today. Oh, oh.